Hey everyone, it's Cheryl and Tony. Buckle up for this Memorial Day edition of the Disney Drive Time Podcast. You fell asleep there for a second. It's late. It is. We had a party today. We've been cleaning up. That's right. We just celebrated our Memorial Day. It was a very nice day. It was a nice day. Gorgeous weather here in Connecticut. Yes, it was perfect. Yes. Speaking of perfect, let's talk about Disney. (laughs) Well, that's a far cry from the truth, but All all right, from the Disney Parks blog, Um, You can go beyond the spires with Star Wars Tales from the Galaxy's Edge. Last call from ILM X-Lab. Excellent. Well done. Did I say it right? You did. Okay. Uh, So if you are familiar with uh, Tales from Galaxy's Edge, you probably have an uh, Oculus uh, Rift uh, device, virtual reality headset. And uh, two years ago in November, they created... um, Tales from Galaxy's Edge, and they now have a companion pack for it called Last Call, uh, and it just continues on that uh, that same gameplay storyline, and um, it's now available on MetaQuest for a cost of $9.99, and this is the, the first of many Star Wars-related stories that we will have today because this past week in Anaheim was the Star Wars, um, Star Wars convention. Oh, all right. Uh, and then now I can't think of the name. You'll think of it. it begins with a C. Okay. Okay. Um, new Star Wars characters are coming to Star Wars Galaxy's Edge at Disneyland Park, um, which was just announced at Star Wars Celebration. Celebration. There you go. That's what it is. Um, so they have announced that um, Fennec Shand and Boba Fett will be appearing at Galaxy's Edge in Disneyland Park. And that was starting on May 28th. So they are already in the Black Spire Outpost. Um, some people have some issues with this because it breaks the timeline of when Galaxy's Edge is supposed to exist in the Star Wars universe. Mm. Um, and, uh, they're going to be bringing, uh, new Disney Plus and Star Wars legacy characters to the area. So the nitpicky people don't like that. That's right. All right. Everybody else does. And that's enough of the Disney Parks blog news. So let's uh, go over to Disneyland. Okay, so we talked about that the, the tale of the Lion King was coming to Disneyland. It has now debuted. That's right. After two years, the Fantasyland Theater has a new occupant, um, replacing Mickey and the Magical Map, which was uh, there until March of 2020 during the COVID-19 shutdown. And uh, that is Tales of the Lion King, uh, which we've talked about many times in the past few weeks as openings prepared. Uh, the opening, they prepared for the opening. That's what I meant to say. All right. Um, Fantasmic finally returned to Disneyland. That's right. Once again, after two years, Fantasmic is back to the rivers of America in Disneyland, uh, but not without issues. Apparently, a fight broke out during the wait the other night. Between, like, what, Mickey and Be- Goofy? Uh, no, between guests. Oh, oh, oh. The characters were, of course, on their best behavior. Oh, good. Yes. Fantastic. Um, some new destinations are coming to Star Tours. The adventure con- adventures continue. That's right. Uh, this was announced during one of the panels at Star Wars Celebration. Uh, Scott Trowbridge um, said that uh, they're going to do some more scenes. Uh, there are no s- new spe- there are no specifics. Um, but when Rise of the Skywalker debuted in 2019, they did bring out some additional scenes. Uh, right now, there are five options for the first and second sequence. Um, inspired by different times during the Star Wars universe. So uh, it will be nice to see that ride being updated. Uh, And the beauty of it is, since it is a simulator, they just need to create new scenes. Right. 
All right. So I think we're done with Star Wars stories now. Well, we're done with Star Wars stories in the park. For now, I guess, right? That's right. Um, at California Adventure, Radiator Springs Racers is going to remain closed through the weekend for testing. That's right. It's going to actually remain closed indefinitely, uh, definitely through the weekend. Um, there was a fire, as we mentioned previously, on May 24th. That was last Tuesday. Uh, so they are keeping the ride closed through the holiday weekend. That's so disappointing. I always think of people who were out there like for their first time. If you don't get right? to ride that, what a bummer. I know. It's a great ride. Yeah. Probably one of the best rides in California. Yeah, agreed. Um, apparently, the issue was with only a single uh, vehicle, uh, but they are keeping the ride closed out of an abundance of caution. Great. You can never be too safe, I guess. Okay, we're going to head over to Disney World. All right. Um, the monorail teal has returned from refurbishment. That's right, and it was a major refurbishment. Um, they've been doing the monorails over the course of the few years, and um, it's nice to see that it's back in service. So monorail teal is back. Okay. And they've re- they've redone some of the inside. They've redone the stripes. Um, they've redone uh, some of the accordion sections. So they've really given it, given it a new uh, a makeover, essentially. Cool. And they are long overdue. You know, there's always talk that they need new monorail vehicles. Right. Yeah. And uh, it's just not in the budget. Okay. We talked about some refurbishments that were going on at Center Street in the Magic Kingdom. Um, they have removed all the curbs over there now. That's right. So that's uh, that's the big news. It's just going to be uh, pavers uh, up to street level with no, uh, no curbs. Well, unless they replace the curbs. Oh, that's true. Yeah, it does look like they're replacing the curbs. All right. I read that story wrong. I thought they were going to do curbless like they did in the hub. Oh, yeah. Which is really nice because then people don't trip during right. the fireworks. It's true. The Treasures of Xandar shop is now open at Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind in Epcot. And that is because Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind itself opened up in Epcot on May 27th. Uh, so if you've seen the news, you're aware that that is open. Um, very odd that the shop was not open during the previews. Yeah. Um, you know, the way Bob Chapek is with earning money, I thought that that would have been a great opportunity to get some additional cash from guests. Uh, they had the store open for uh, display, and you could walk through there and look at the items. Um, but you couldn't buy any? If, if you were there on a media tour. So, like, when they did the guest previews, okay. no. But when some of the travel agencies were there, uh, they were actually allowed to go into the store and film uh, the merchandise. Okay. I mean, that's good advertising for them. It is. I Can the Robot returned to Disney World in World Discovery at Epcot. That's right. I Can is an interactive streetmosphere robot, also known as a showbot. Um, and he was there in 2017 and 2018. Uh, and he is now back outside of the Guardians of the Galaxy and Mission Space sections of the park. Good to see. So, uh, very, very interesting. I, I was watching some video footage of him yesterday. Is he fun? Uh, he was catching, uh, playing catch with some kids. Aw. Yeah. That's awesome. But he's a robot. That's all right. Robots can play catch. Yeah. And you know what else is going on with Guardians of the Galaxy? Oh, is there a problem already? Well, not really. Um, but Disney has acknowledged a motion sickness issue with some guests. Oh. Uh, so, they are now offering vomit bags at oh. the exit. No. Yeah, you might want to take a Dramamine before you go on there. Yeah. Uh, they did have an issue like this for uh, Mission Space, where they had vomit bags inside the attraction, mm. um, because that is a centrifuge, and people do get uh, get that sick. Um, but uh, 
the uh, new uh, sickness bags are not on display for guests, but cast members have them available for guests who appear to be getting sick as they exit the ride. Uh, they have installed additional garbage cans with open mm-hmm. lids uh, along the exit area. <laughs> this is not... Uh, just just in case. This is not a rave review. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I tend to get a little motion sick sometimes. I would not be happy. I mean, I haven't done the full motion, um, mission space because right. I'm afraid. And I, and I don't think it's going to be any worse than, than that... Uh, Harry Potter attraction. Yeah, that and, made me a little woozy too. Yeah, that swung you around. So yeah. we'll, you know, we'll, we'll take a dram of me this Absolutely. time before you get on this. Yes. Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind um, has the individual lightning lane, but as we discussed, um, it's it's expensive. Yeah, right now it's pricing at seventeen dollars per that's, person. I mean, that's more than we've seen for anything. Right, and that's just for the holiday weekend. After the holiday weekend, it is going to drop down to fourteen dollars. Uh, but I would not be surprised to see it at $17 anytime it's a, a high usage period like a holiday weekend, yeah. uh, Christmas time. Um, but you don't have to uh, purchase an individual Lightning Lane uh, entitlement in order to ride the ride because it's also available during uh, virtual queues, uh, which open up at 7 a.m. if you have a reservation in Epcot that day. And then again at 1 p.m. Uh, when you have to be in the park to get that uh, reservation. So either way, you have to have a park. You do have to that have day. You can't be by Hopper because correct. Hopper is what after one. Hopper is after two. After two. Yeah. yeah so, so there is no uh, no standby line for that. No. Nope. Um, the one half of the alien swirling saucers is now surrounded by construction walls. This is at Hollywood Studios. Yeah. No word on why that happened. Is the ride running on that side or no? It is not. Oh. Uh, the construction wall uh, goes all the way, almost all the way up to the roof. Uh, the other half of the ride is operating. Okay. A new edition of Star Wars Galaxy's Edge Olga's Cantina, a DJ's uh, R3X playlist album, is coming soon to Apple Music and Spotify. That's right. This was announced during the Star Wars Parks panel uh, during Star Wars Celebration that there will be a second edition of DJ Rex's <laughs> playlist coming to the streaming services. Uh, you may know DJ Rex as the former pilot of Star Tours, um, and uh, he has since been relegated to the, the Oga's Cantina DJ position. Uh, back in 2019, they offered an album of 18 songs that were uh, played in the cantina, and uh, if you're interested in that, you can check that out. Uh, Disney has been releasing a lot of their playlists um, via Apple and Spotify. Very good. I don't know if that's a playlist I'd need to listen to, but well, it'd be fun. Yeah, I enjoy I enjoy DJ Rex. Do you? Yeah. I didn't even know how to say his name. Disney Parks blog has invited guests to vote for the next legacy lightsaber hilt at Doc Ondar's Den of Antiquities. That's right. Uh, they did this uh, two years ago, where you voted for the legacy lightsaber hilt, um, and now once again uh, there is a vote going on, uh, and uh, there are six choices that you get to vote on. And uh, you can vote on that now through June 10th, and the results will be released later in the summer. Fun. So if you were to vote, would you actually buy the thing you voted for? Um, they're pricey. Is there anything there that you like? feel like you would need to have? It is uh, nothing. Um, no, there's nothing I would, I would need to have. 
Yeah. All right. But there are people who do collect the lightsabers and display them in their house, and they have display racks. And Yeah. Well, here. you have the little display. I do. I have the display. I have, I have one lightsaber. I built it. Built uh-huh. it myself. So we need – no man needs more than one lightsaber. Even Luke probably only had one lightsaber. Uh, he had one before he lost his hand, and then he built uh, built another one. A new one. But right. that's only because right. – he's, he's only got one at a time. Right. Right. And if you <laughs> are going to build a lightsaber at uh, Savi's, uh, there are going to be new looks and new pieces uh, coming to all four lines of lightsabers. So they're going to refresh the design. So if you got any of the last four lightsabers, uh, there's going to be four new ones. Okay. So that's uh, that's perfect. And those are the ones that you build uh, on your own. I believe they go for $225 a piece. It's a very nice little ceremony, and uh, it's, it's a fun time. All right. The shorter rolling performances of Disney's Kite Tales have begun at Animal Kingdom. Yeah, you know, this is the show that uh, if, if I were your travel agent, I would tell you don't even bother. <laughs> um, I don't know why this show is there. Uh, I don't know the purpose of it. Um, but they are doing rolling performances. Uh, they have turned the two shows into four short segments, um, and it's literally now a five or ten minute show. They removed the ground people, uh, so yeah. it's really just jet skis and boats towing kites. It doesn't even seem like something people would even go into the theater for. Mm-hmm. You know, right. like if you catch it because you're standing near the area, right. it might be worth seeing. But. That was their whole reasoning between getting rid of the the people that performed with the little Which puppets on sticks. Which makes sense, except for the fact that you have this whole theater. Right. And you're not using it. Yep. Except to crash kites into. Right. I don't know. The trams are returning to Animal Kingdom after having been gone for, a, for 801 days. Yeah, that's exciting. Uh, tram service has been coming back slowly. You may remember that it returned to, the, to Magic Kingdom in December uh, of last year. And... Uh, Let's see, when was this? This was Friday, the 27th. Um, yeah, they had a little ceremony and they officially returned the trams to Animal Kingdom, which is good because, you know, that is Disney's biggest theme park. That parking lot is gigantic and to have to walk across all that asphalt. So this is the second set of trams or is there another place that has them? Um, I believe that uh, there is another tram running. In another park, you just don't remember yeah, which one. Yeah, I just, I just don't know which one. Okay, I was just curious. So it's, it's nice to see them back. Yep, it is. Half of the beach was closed at Disney's Fort Worth. Phil- All right, I'm going to start this again. Sure. Okay. I'll, I'll do um, where I'll edit this out. No, you won't. No. I won't. <laughs> Half of the beach is closed at Fort Wilderness Resort for refurbishment. That's right. This is going to be a weeks long refurbishment. Uh, they have removed lounge chairs. Uh, and are, uh, they've put up some scrim, uh, and uh, they are going to be refurbishing the beach. Now, I don't know what refurbishing a beach involves. I don't um, know. They did that somewhere else, too. But they, they might be cleaning the sand Maybe. and uh, doing some landscaping. Okay. Very good. Um, some new technologies were previewed for Star Wars Cargo Bay and Hyperspace Lounge aboard the Disney Wish. That's right. These are going to be two new experiences on the Disney Wish. Star Wars Cargo Bay is where kids are going to, uh, it, this is in the kids club, uh, where they're going to become creature handlers uh, and uh, they get to work with them as cargo and they're going to have an inter- interactive Star Wars creature challenge um, where you get to uh, work with these Star Wars characters. Uh, but the big thing is going to be the Star Wars Hyperspace Lounge, which is the first uh, adult lounge slash bar. Uh, with Star Wars technology that's going to be on board the Wish. 
Um, so I'm, I'm sure it's going to have some components of like Oga's uh, mm-hmm. Cantina right. from Galaxy's Edge, um, but have it in a more uh, adult setting. So we'll, uh, we'll be able to report on that during our Wish Cruise in August. So exciting. Yeah. Uh, tickets to advanced screenings of Lightyear are available to D23 Gold members. That's right. Uh, their uh, Gold members are allowed two complimentary tickets per person, and uh, ticket purchasing opens on May 31st at 10 a.m. It is a first-come, first-serve event, uh, and they are going to be uh, available for viewing in Atlanta, Glendale, in Orlando. I was going to so, ask you if you were going to get up and get try to get us tickets. So yeah, no chance for us to uh, get those tickets. Well, we're I mean, not we might local. get tickets, but <laughs> we're not going to be right, able to then, go. Then we'd have to get a trip to uh, Orlando <laughs> going. Um, Lightyear is the story of the actual Buzz Lightyear, uh, not the character from Toy Story, but this is the real. This is the real pretend astronaut, <laughs> right? Uh, Buzz Lightyear. It's still a story, voiced by Chris Evans. So uh, that opens up uh, soon. Fantastic! Very excited to see that. I know you are. Star Wars Visions has been confirmed for a second season coming to Disney Plus in the spring of 2023. That's right. Star Wars Visions, you may recall, was an anime version of some of the Star Wars films put out, uh, of the Star Wars story put out by some of the leading Japanese anime houses. Uh, and that is uh, that is coming back for season two. You know what else is coming back for season two? No idea. The Bad Batch. I don't really know what that is. That's uh, another Star Wars uh, show. And uh, they have released a trailer for season two. And that's going to premiere this fall on Disney+. Plus. Yay! And a new animated Star Wars Tales of the Jedi anthology shorts have been announced for Disney+, Plus, which is coming later this year. That's right. This uh, Tales of the Jedi series is animated and focuses on Ahsoka Tano for half and Count Dooku for the other half. Um, it's going to be six episodes set during the prequel area, uh, during the prequel era. So uh, that is exciting. Uh, Liam Neeson has been confirmed to be returning to voice Qui-Gon Jinn um, during, the, during the show. So that's, uh, that's big news if you're a Star Wars fan. Yay. Yeah. All right, you do this one. All right. Uh, Taika Waititi's Star Wars film is going to be hitting theaters in late 2023. Uh, you may know him as the director of Thor Love and Thunder as well as Thor Ragnarok. Uh, and Free Guy. Uh, I love Free Guy. He did Free Guy and acted in Free Guy also. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, Kathleen Kennedy announced that uh, his film will arrive in late 2023. Uh, the funny thing is it doesn't have a title uh, and it has not yet started shooting. Okay. Yet it's going to be in theaters in uh, a year and a half. Oh, well. So the deal is we're supposed to be getting uh, uh, a Star Wars film every other year and then an Avatar film every other year. And they're going to flip-flop at Christmas time for the next four or five years. Interesting. Or, well, four or five films from each of them. That gets us to like 2028. 20, right. You doing this one or am I? Oh, sure. I'll do this one. Uh, Kathleen Kennedy says that uh, scheduling uh, has caused a delay in the Lando series, um, which is going to follow the further adventures of Lando Calrissian. And uh, that was announced way back in 2020. Uh, but it just seems like Donald Glover has been very busy. Donald Glover did portray um, a younger version of Lando Calrissian uh, in the Han Solo standalone movie. Cool. And he was a he was a good uh, Lando. 
I can't do these anymore. You have to keep doing them. I am so bored by all the Star Wars talk. I'm going to fall asleep at the all table. All right. Uh, there are going to be some live uh, live action versions of some of your favorite Star Wars Rebels animated character. Uh, and they're going to show up in the Ahsoka series uh, that is currently under production. So, uh, so far they have confirmed that there will be a live action Sabine Wren, uh, Harris Syndulla, and uh, a, her droid C-110P, a.k.a. Chopper. Okay. You're excited for that, aren't you? I'm not. I'm no, so done not. with all of this. All right. Uh, Lego has announced that they will release a new Star Wars special entitled Summer Vacation, uh, and that will debut on Disney Plus on April 5th. Is there anything? I'm sorry, other- not April 5th, August 5th. Is there anything other than Star Wars on here? Uh, no, it's basically all Star oh Wars, so I will just uh, continue this. Uh, Star Wars Young Jedi Adventures will be coming in the spring of 2023 to Disney Plus and Disney Junior. Uh, that is a new series for young children, uh, and this is going to take place about 200 years before the Skywalker saga uh, and focuses on younglings in the Jedi Order training in the ways of the Force. Uh, during their adventures, they will learn compassion, self-discipline, teamwork, patience, and friendship. Okay. So that'll be good for the kids. Um, And then in terms of video games, uh, they did release a teaser trailer for uh, Electronic Arts Jedi Survivor, uh, uh, and that will be coming in 2023. Uh, That is a sequel to 2019's Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. And I believe that is all of our Star Wars news. So we're going to head over. Oh, thank God. We're going to head over to Universal. Okay. Um, I can never say this. Pteranodon? Pteranodon. The Pteranodon Flyers have reopened at Universal's Islands of Adventure. That's right. That was after an unscheduled refurbishment. Um, they uh, they have opened and uh, they are available for use. Very good. I'm sure people are excited about that because that is a fun ride. It is. The construction walls are down which reveals a some new fencing around the Jurassic Park River Adventure at Islands of Adventure. That's right. There was a bridge between the rock climbing wall and the hair braiding kiosk, uh, and uh, these walls went up, and when they came down, uh, they did debut some new fencing, which is uh, some Fe- fencing with some netting. It's very nice fencing. And it looks amazing. It sure does. All right. At the Kennedy Space Center, they have a new gateway attraction which showcases modern space travel. That's right. They have opened, uh, well, they will be opening on June 15th, a new attraction called Gateway, the Deep Space Launch Complex. Uh, This new uh, uh, display or or, uh, experience includes a Falcon uh, X, uh, SpaceX Falcon 9 booster and a Sierra Space Dream Chaser model as well as some ground equipment. There will be some flight-flown models uh, that are on there, and this is uh, actually very Disney-like uh, that they are going to use projection mapping cool. on a lot of these items. So when you want to look at the uh, uh, one of the capsules mm-hmm. uh, and you press a button to further explain what it does, the projection mapping will shoot onto the capsule so you can see what it's talking Different about. Different components, yeah. Right. So it's going to be using uh, projection technology, transparent OLEDs. Uh, they're going to have video games. There's even an interactive uh, ride that is very similar to Soren or Avatar Flight of Passage. All right. Uh, which is going to be a multi-tiered simulator where you uh, have a giant screen um, with effects like rumbling seats and blowing wind. And it's going to uh, simulate space travel. 
Um, this is all included for free in your admission uh, to the Space Center. So uh, this was the media preview. And as I said, that will open up to the public on June 15th. Very cool. And that's always a nice day. If you're doing something like a cruise uh, and you're getting off of your cruise ship and you have a day or two to do, um, I highly recommend Kennedy Space Center. Uh, maybe combining that with a trip to Universal uh, if you don't want to do like a you know seven-day Disney trip, if you just want to go down for a long weekend. Yep. Universal SeaWorld, Kennedy Space uh, center is a is a great uh, a great trip yeah in, that's a full in and week. of itself yeah. yeah so uh that's it hope everybody had a, a nice holiday and spent some time with family and friends and until next time i'm tony and i'm cheryl and you've been listening to the disney drive time podcast <laughs>